0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about
1: you, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys! The boys?
0: Blowing out of the backfield exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Shannon.
2: Yeah! We are back, baby, for another episode of Hanging with the Boys. You're now looking at a live look at the Tostitos Championship Plaza. And if you see something out there, you're looking at the Senate saying, what is that, Jesse? What's happening? Well, for those of you who've been living under the rock, tomorrow, the hated, I would say hated, the most hated cowboy hater. Yeah, yeah. Is coming to town. Yes, and he's bringing his show. Stephen A. Smith and ESPN's First Take will be here on site in the star at the star in front of the Ford Center doing their show. So they're, they're having everybody come out for that. The uh, shows up at nine o'clock. Was it nine o'clock? Yeah, nine, nine o'clock. to eleven. Yeah. Uh, Molly's gonna be there. Michael Irvin's gonna be there. Your boy, you know.
3: You popping on?
2: This. No, they haven't asked
1: for a true debater of me and Jesse's guilt to step oh. into their world. Oh, yeah,
2: they don't, they, don't, they don't want that. They don't want that. They don't want that. Today is a cloudy 84 degrees. It's a little, it's a, you know.
1: I'm loving it. You loving the, it? Oh, rain? Little oh, rain? my yard was looking like a desert, man. Like I was going through Arizona desert. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad they got a few green spots.
2: But yeah, come out. You can be a part of the show tomorrow. So if you're in town or want to be a part of the show, and. and, and you can come out on the plaza and be a part of the show. Now, this is yeah. the part I want to bring up before we get into like real football. Because yeah, right. a lot of people, when you look at, it, they say, Oh, that's first fake. Or they say, you know, whatever the, the skip show is. Right. right? They mm-hmm. they talk about how these things are so fake. Right. And how you have you have a host of fans that despise Stephen A. Smith and ESPN and how they cover the Cowboys. Then you have another group of fans that are always saying, well, Jerry's so Hollywood. All he cares about is money. All he cares about is marketing. When is he going to get serious about football? We need, to, we need the Joneses out and a new regime in. So you have one fan on one side who hates the show. Yeah. You have another fan on the other side who, who, who talks about the Joneses only being about money. But this place will be back tomorrow. (laughs) So, which one is it? I'm I'm gonna tell you the Which one is it? It, it
1: It's the train wreck. It's the love for the Cowboys. Shannon has
2: truly. Now, Shannon's head's big as hell. He's truly. I I got, like, no, no. I'm sorry, Nate. I apologize. Shannon, (laughs) these headphones are like. Even with my (laughs) head. I tried to tell y'all, I don't wanna say that. Like, I keep pushing them down, hoping they'll get tighter. Shannon has stretched <laughs> these godly. Sorry, Nate. Go ahead. Uh, it's it's the I'm
1: one of those people that are so caught up in the Cowboys since I've been that way since 10, 11 years old. too. you, always seeing the stars of shining light, but you 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 hate it because there's not enough winds behind it. Mm-hmm. So you you want to attack
2: except the Jones. for the ones that you have.
1: Yeah, no, that's way past. Yeah. Uh, Except for the, you know, let's get rid of the Joneses. Uh, they, okay, they—that's why the stars shining so bright, cause of the Joneses. <laughs> that's true. But but you you look at the Stephen A's who love Mr. Jones but hate his product. But he got it out there with the grip on top of with a grip, <laughs>
2: depending on how you looking at it.
1: You see what I'm saying? So that that is what they're looking at, Jess. Yeah. And the, we want so bad to have those 12 wins, along with the second appearance, because. Let's be real. Second appearance into the playoffs with a possible victory. we we craving for that. And that's all we need. And then we'll start to love Stephen A. Even if they. It, it, Michael is even hated now because he's connected with Stephen A. <laughs> and you then know he what says what stuff know.
2: like, you know, this team, if they clean up the pennies gonna be compared to the 72 Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I love Michael. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I, I'm, I'm telling you, he gotta have his own marketing crew that says, okay, what have I not done to explode <laughs> yeah. Cowboy Nation yeah. all over? He's the reason to hate the Joneses. Yeah. Because he'll say, what can I do to just make the fans go wild? Mm-hmm.
3: Those guys are playing to the extremes. Yeah. 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 And, and, and
2: to his to his uh, defense, he clarified it this morning. He was on the local radio here, uh, 105 through the fan, and he clarified it. He was saying, Michael just basically said, if everyone is holding penalties as such at, at such a high regard. Right. As if like penalties are the end all be all. Right. He's saying if they're held at such high regard, then if we eliminate them, then we should be competing like the 72 Dolphins. <laughs> right. So that's what he was saying about, oh, yeah. you know, about that comment. But So he went and got
1: back with his meat with his with his with his yeah, company yeah, 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 said, well, yeah, Okay, now we're gonna yeah, reframe. Because yeah. you know, great
2: great politicians yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They back, yeah. They, yeah he, <laughs> he was backpedaling better than Deion Sanders on right, that one. Right. Right. So we're done with the first I mean, first take, excuse me, Mm. done with the first take, I'm going to get into some real, semi real football, right? Because it's it's real football but it ain't real football because we're going into the last preseason game. The Cowboys had a live practice yesterday, was packed Mm. a packed house as always. Jerry puts on a great show, Chili's were there, but you got a chance to kind
1: of see so you know, no. it's funny how we just knocked Mr. Jones. They all said, "Come back and say,
2: yeah, Jerry put on a great show.'" Yeah, he, I mean, he's gonna put on a <laughs> show. Right? That, yeah. We know two things about Jerry Jones: he's right. gonna put on a show and he's gonna put on a party. Ringling Brothers ain't got nothing. Nothing, on Mr. Jones. The, the number promise. just came out again. The Cowboys worth eight billion dollars. Yeah. Wow! He, he don't do nothing else. He's gonna put on a show.
1: Can we get some headphones for Jessica <laughs> Shannon is stressed?
3: Ooh, <laughs> if stressed they made eight out.
1: billion dollars. We can at least spend ten. <laughs> yeah.
2: But the Cowboys take on the. Seattle Seahawks this Friday and yep. the last and final preseason game this morning and here's been the talk all year long and, and, and everybody is on multiple sides of this these fences you're either on the side of this is football, these are football players they're going to play football or you're on the side of yes it's football we're going to play football but only a certain guys are going to play football mm-hmm. And you look across the league, you look at teams and say, well, Andy Reid, who has a Super Bowl, been to three, four AFC championship games, he says that in my first two preseason games, I'm gonna pay the highest pay, I'm gonna play the highest paid quarterback in the National Football League for a couple, two, three series. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Josh Allen, who most people have him as being preseason MVP of the league, who has turned that franchise around in Buffalo, he played. But then you come to the Dallas Cowboys and you see nothing from game one with Dak Prescott. You see nothing, and not only in game one, it was about 18, 20 guys didn't play. Oh yeah. Game two sprinkling a little bit more of the starters, but a lot of guys still didn't play.
3: Yeah.
2: And now the yeah. new NFL is you don't have four preseason games because this used to be the dress rehearsal for back in the day when Nate and I was playing right. to get ready for the season. Yeah. Well, it's it's come out that you know Dak's not going to play, Zeke's probably not going to play, and, and the host, Michael's not going to play, and the host of other guys are not going to play. So my question to you, Nate, to you, Kurt, is: Where do you stand? And I'll go with you. I'll go with you first, Nate. Where do you stand on the sense of should guys like Zeke, like Dak, like Micah, like uh, Trayvon Diggs, should they be playing in some of these football games, these preseason football games? And does it has its advantage, or what is the disadvantage? It, it?
1: It's, it's all advantage. You get a series yeah. or two. You run some plays that you know you would like to see that, that that practice well. Just run those plays, very simple plays. Let Zeke get banged. Let let uh, let that get a little rhythm, whether it's good or bad. Don't make a difference. Uh, give your your team a chance just to go out there. The disadvantage is don't come to the first game because what Andy Reid's saying. I don't want the first game to be where you miss thirty five tackles. I don't want the first game to be, oh man, we got 17 penalties, so I guess we ain't going to the Super Bowl. We don't need that. Just give them a taste of just to take. And even though we say preseason don't mean nothing, it's still a game that is a little bit faster than the practices they've been doing. Now I don't, barring what they showed in San Diego, that that was pretty up tempo. I, word I get yesterday, they were pretty up tempo. But I just like to to, to do that dress rehearsal. You know, however small it is, just a little bit of it. It's yeah. all advantage to me.
2: Now, Kurt, a, uh, a lot of guys are saying, and a lot of guys or pundits, or whoever you want to put it, are saying that, you know, the new model is now is less preseason game or less guys playing in preseason games and more of these joint practices. That's a great con- thing. Where we can control it, right. where it's 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 still live, it's still tempo, but it ain't a game. Like, like. Does that have an advantage of having these yeah. these inner squad scrimmages, so to speak? Because you're really you're not you're not tackling to the ground. There's still there's still you're not touching the quarterback. Right. You know all those things are still kind of a part of the game that you're taking away from it. So is there an advantage to that opposed to actually playing these guys in these live scrimmages? Well,
3: I think the joint practices are, are a good thing for the most part. Now what you know Denver got a little out of hand where it's kind of a mess. But I think the Chargers was a good workout. The problem is that it was last week, so by the time they hit the field on September 11th, it's nearly a month since they've faced another team, since they've had what you might call an aggressive practice where they've maybe really hit. I think it's – I mean, I'm I'm not a player. I'm not out there getting one getting banged up. But to me, I think they need that time on the field, even if it's just a series or two, like you said. They need it's that time to, to get marks. ready.
1: Yeah. If you – if you're the Rams, perfect. If you're the, the LA Chargers, when you look at their roster, perfect. But when you're the Dallas Cowboys, who is your left guard? Who is your second receiver? Who is your third receiver? More importantly, who is your fourth receiver?
3: Well, even with that, I think even like Dak, I think he needs. That's from there's that. a different speed to the game, and it's a real you're actually out there playing. I think those guys at least need a little bit of time to, you know.
1: See, and, and, and that is all pulling towards Dak because all of that is connected to the puppet man. He the puppeteer. He the one leading up pulling all these strings. And if he ain't getting any work with these guys, barring the, 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 the control practices, I, I just, it's too many questions to be answered to take anything for chance. And you can't tell me you taking the chance of him getting hurt when you don't know who your left guard is or we as a public don't know. They may know. But we, as our public don't know. They haven't worked together consistently. One group. So th- you still gonna go into the first game and the set, possibly the second game figuring out who these guys are. Mm-hmm.
2: And and for me, I think with the way that this thing has been structured, because and I, and at times I I got the gray hairs like on the side here and a little mm. bit of my beard. And, I'm not as much as Nate. And, right, and, and right, Kurt, you cover yours up pretty well. But I, I get I, I get to be that the old man get off my lawn because I go back when I played. Yeah. For hundred years, the game of football has been played at a at a at a very aggressive rate, and there were three days, and there were two days, and there were full pads, and there weren't every, a day off every three. Days. And guys made it out just fine. Yeah, and guys made it out just. Fine. Now, granted, you had some injuries here and there. Football, for those that don't know, is a 100% hurt sport, 100% injury rate sport. Mm-hmm. You're not going to play football and not be hurt. It's all a matter of how hurt are you? Or how injured are you? You're going to get banged up in this sport. It's inevitable. It's no way around that. But I think we've kind of almost conceded. And I don't think this team, this Cowboy team, or many teams in the National Football League are good enough to, when I say concede, is they'll say, you know what? I'll take the first couple games of the season and we'll work the kinks out then. I don't think this team is good enough. Now, they haven't shown me anything. Again, if you say the Rams, okay, well, these came out of a Super Bowl. Right, a lot of returning starters, or you see, a, you know, a veteran team like Buffalo, you know, or Tampa Bay, or teams the whole AFC like West who who yeah. con- <laughs> who've con- showed you consistency throughout their years, at least relatively recently years. But to kind of almost say that we're going to use these first couple of games, Tampa, Cincy, Washington, Washington, New Washington, York, New York, you yeah. know, to kind of work through things. You 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 lose one or two of those, and then now, like we always do, we yeah. get we get the we get to mid to late December, and we saying, boy, we sure yeah, could you we sure could have used that victory earlier in the year, boy, <laughs> you know it come down to now. Oh, we, we tied with so and so, we tied with so and so, but they got a game ahead of us because we lost to to, to conference, You're and we lost down
1: the right trail, Jess. So
2: so. When you look at things like that, I personally look at it and go, Man, I-, I would love to see, you know, some of these guys get some you know, get some reps, but and, and I think you build a a little bit when I see certain guys I'm like, why is he not playing?
3: Yeah. I mean it's c I would think in some ways they're so worried about not getting hurt, guys hurt now, that they're not okay, ready for when well, it Washington starts. Okay, well, Washington went so down. Then, so then they're, they're getting Washington, hurt then. Washington
1: went down. Yeah. You got Jay Lou that's out. You yeah. got C.D. Lamb missing. Cut. Let, let me say this right here. Jesse went down the right trail. That was so great. Everything we play except Cincinnati in the first five or six games is all NFC, whether it's in the division, but it's in our conference. Mm-hmm. So we get – Ten games out, and we all sitting here. Me, you, Shannon, and my man Jesse, and you, and we're like, okay, if this guy win, and this guy lose, and this guy win, and this, I'm like, oh, okay. Did you think about that when we played the Bucks, or did you think about that when we played Washington early, New York early? Did you yeah. think about that?
2: Yeah, and and the more and more you look across his division, I would say January, February, if you were foreshadowing. To what the season was going to be in 2022, 2023, you would say, Oh, the Cowboys are gonna walk through this division. Look at mm-hmm. how bad the Giants are. And look at over there and what Washington is. And you know, and then now you fast forward to less than a month away from the season, you're going, hmm. Outside a quarterback, yeah. Philadelphia looks damn good. Yeah. You know. The Giants finally got good front office people and a good head coach, and you know things may have turned a corner there. And 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 you know who knows what Washington will be. All they
1: have to do is play for one another. Washington missing one, missing one thing—that's unity. That's bonded, believing in one another. Mm-hmm. If they ever start believing in one another, you're looking at a different team mm-hmm. altogether. They, they're a bunch of individuals right now.
3: Yeah. Do you think today's players? feel like they're ready when the regular season comes like or are they kind of like oh man that's I, no. just, I just got hit you know i mean is it <laughs> a, is it a shock cuz i i think i can't remember who said it one of your old teammates was like i was in the be- the best shape i was in all year was the starting training camp and the worst shape i was in was at the end of training camp but they were prepared for the physical nature of what was going to come week 1 are these guys do they feel prepared that way?
1: They they it took them like a week and a half to get their pad level low because everybody trying not to hit heads with these things on. <laughs> and I've been saying it for years and I'm gonna keep saying it. You go from zero to a hundred. Now you don't think you're gonna have some hammies mm-hmm. and some, some blown knees? Because you you took we're gonna get acclimated. How do you get acclimated to pads? When you never put, they don't have never have on the pads, you get what I'm yeah. saying. Then you put on the pads and you go two days in a row, hitting maybe 45 minutes out of an hour and a half, two hour practice, maybe hitting 45 minutes. Then you off the third day, totally off.
2: And hmm. and I'll say this before we go to break. You know, when you look at like boxers and you look at MMA fighters, right? They do this thing like, I think it's called like shinning. Right. It's where they like roll their shins and they, you know, because they are are conditioning their bodies before the fight to take on that type of hurt. Yeah. And... I think this you know, even in boxing, you know, you know, you, you know, you do certain things, or you you're hitting certain things, because I, I need to get my core <clears throat> right so that when I hit, when that body blow hit me, I'm able to absorb it, so that my body is not a shock to my body. Right. In football, you're asking these guys to say, you know, the acclamation period, we don't do pads, and like Nate said, you go from zero to a hundred, and if your body isn't used to, like Dak has not felt a single hit. Yeah since early January against the Niners.
3: None of those skilled guys have, have they? So
2: your body is basically saying, okay, I, I know the hurt that comes along with this, but I, I need to get my, I don't even know, like the trauma or whatever it is to it, to get the bruising, to get used to yeah. it. So that it's not such a, a, a huge shock when when you got to play uh, play the game. But we'll, we'll, we'll dive more into... You know, training camp, preseason, because, guys, we are at preseason game number three. And at this point in time, and, and Kurt, you gave us this beforehand, you gave us this roster.
3: Yeah,
2: We got to get down. <laughs> After this we week, do. we got to go from 80 to 53. Yep. And so we talk a little bit about, about what that means in the preseason. It, are there still battles? Do the coaches already know? is the team made and maybe what some battle that we should watch uh, in this last week of practice in this preseason game on Friday. So come on back with this man hanging with the boys. Star sports tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls. With star sports tours, you can.
0: Visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today. Brace yourself for an existential question Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where Turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
2: the boys welcome back to hanging with the boys i'm joined by three-time super bowl champion nate newton my boy as Heckma would say <laughs> what do you say Called you beak what is it called you uh uh, to, uh, Beacon, 900, 900, 900 Beacon score. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this segment, <clears throat> of hanging with the boys. I got my boy Chris Beam in the back doing his thing. This segment is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. And don't forget, tomorrow, eight twenty-four, ESPN's first take will be here. Mm-hmm. Cowboy fans, come out and represent Cowboy Nation as ESPN's first take, featuring Stephen A. Smith, Molly Quorum, and The Great. The second 88 of the crew, four of them now. The second 88 of the crew, Michael Irvin, uh, filmed in front of a live audience at The Star in Frisco this Thursday, August 25th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. See Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. This will be the first time Jerry Jones and Stephen A. Smith will get to see each other. The Dallas Cowboys chillers. Be ready for the questions for Stephen A. Smith. For more information, visit thestarinfrisco.com. Yeah.
3: All we, right. We made computer mad. We did. What are yeah, you mad about? He, say, he, tell you, he says. So I guess we shouldn't play the season since they didn't play all the starters. Everything oh. is so bad. What we what we do? Is, should we even watch the games this season?
2: No. We, we, <laughs> so here's the thing that people have to. Uh, no, we're not calling computer. We're not. We're not. We're not <laughs> doing that. We're not doing that. Computer. Here's the thing that you have to understand. What our job is. Our job is to objectively look at all things not always have, you know, you know hope is fine, optimism is fine, but on the other spectrum of both of those is the truth. And while we can have hope and optimism, we also have to sprinkle in a little bit of truth. And, again, if if you told me this team was NFC championship bound three, four years in a row, I'd be like, hey, they got a formula. Let them rock it out. Yeah. They no, no whatever they want, whatever whatever coaches in front of all people want to do, it's working. But we don't. Computer, we don't have a formula. <laughs> we, we don't have anything sustainable, computer. We don't have anything. For 26, 27 years, computer, we have not figured this thing out. And so everything that we have to do objectively here is sitting in these seats and look at the, the picture in a in this totality. So we're looking at this thing and saying, what is it that we can possibly do? Are we turning over every single stone? Are we looking under every single rock? Are we checking the the high hedges and the low bushes to make sure that we're not missing an opportunity to get better? Because contrary to popular belief, computer, every day that you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And this team, this current football team, this franchise has not done enough in the last couple years to give themselves the benefit of the doubt of us not looking at every single thing in the lens of, 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 of trying to figure out where can we get better. There is no history of that, computer. We have, we have looked, and we have looked, and we have looked, and we've come up short. I don't know if you've been noticing that once we get into mid-January, most of the guys on our football team on this roster, computer, are in Cabo. They're not heading off to somewhere else to get ready for a football game. They're handing out black trash, black trash bags, and they're doing their exit interviews, computer. So, no, we're not saying that you're not supposed to watch the season. But what I am saying to you that on this show, on Hanging with the Boys, we will always look at things as a totality from both sides. Yes, there are some good things. No, the, Yes, there are some bad things. And we're trying to figure out the best way that we possibly can, putting our brains together as small as they may be, mm. to figure out <laughs> what we can do as a unit to have some prosperity when January comes when good football players are playing, when good football franchises are playing, computer, that's what we're going to do. So you do what you want with your free time throughout the year on Sundays. But I know if we don't find a way to fix this now, you'll have a lot of free time come mid-January. You won't have to worry about watching no games because we won't be planning any. Mm. Wow. got all (laughs) upset. Why is
0: Jesse screaming at (laughs) our (laughs) one listener? Sorry.
2: Because computer stands for a whole lot of people.
1: The uh, the this is this is what I, I will always do. And Jesse does a great job of it. and Kurt presents the right questions, you know, to get us sparked and going. And uh, Shannon is Shannon, but anyway,
0: <laughs> if we're gonna be the people show, we can't scream at the people. Yeah, we can. That makes
3: us the people show.
1: <laughs> he's Stephen A. At him. He, he's yeah, making he's, sure Stephen A. don't get none of his thunder. <laughs> This is what I've always tried to do. Dougie
2: Fresh said he wanted and, a soundbite. Yeah. You're welcome, Dougie Fresh.
1: <laughs> computer, you know me. Come Sunday, I come when we do the, do the schedule. You know <laughs> what my record going to say, computer. You know what I'm going to say every Friday. I see a way we can win. But will they be dedicated as a team to give them themselves a chance to win that way? I doubt it because the truth is, And I told these guys before uh, that we got on air, it's no difference between our quarterback not playing and our offensive line not being as one because they're all connected. If we don't know who our offensive linemen are, if we don't have no unity on the offensive line, all we're going to be seeing is Dak throwing three- three and five-step drops. And once a team locks onto that, we are through. Now, they say they're going to run the ball. But Tyler Smith is hurt. I didn't practice yesterday. Connor McGovern is playing center. He's playing right guard. He's playing. Mm-hmm. So left guard, so maybe that's saying, hey, don't be an idiot, Nate. Tyler is your starter. Well, okay, does he know the plays? Because a quarterback or any player or any coach will tell you that one play that you don't know may wreck our whole season. Mm-hmm. So – where do we stand? And that, that's my issue. So I'm about to lean with Jesse on this. And until you fix that offensive line, you're wrecking your whole team. And
2: that's a great – that's what we call a professional segue because it brings us back to 53-man battles. Yeah. As you head into this final preseason game, most of the coaches, all teams are looking at how can we solidify our roster who are guys on the bubble? Who are guys that have a have a chance? Who are guys who don't have a chance? Who are guys who are playing for other teams? But, Nate, I'll ask you, at this point in time of training camp, we're in preseason game number three, we're, 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 we're cutting this thing down after this week to 53 guys from 80 to 53. Give me a percentage from zero to 100% of how much already, before we even play Friday, how much already does this front office and this coaching staff have a team assembled? What percentage do you say? You know what? They know. 87%. 87%. 87%. 87%. 87%. That's
1: a a great number. Yeah, because they said during opening ceremonies, you guys heard it, we now – due to the lack of preseason games, due to the lack of being able to see these players, we have to project more now than we ever have at players of who we want to keep, who we want to get rid of. They got to be at 87% because if you don't know, know now, going into this game, yeah, I promise you it ain't going to change nothing because it ain't changed nothing the last game because no veterans played. It ain't changed <laughs> nothing the game before because <laughs> ain't no veterans played. So you got to know between these guys that you've been let play, the second-year guy, first-year guys, second-year guys, injured guys, you got to know. Like Dante Fowler, you got to know. You have let him start two games. You got to know. You you can't say well. if we still need to look at Dante? If you're looking at him now against fourth teamers, you need to get rid of him. Yeah, right.
3: mm, wow, yeah, I would. I at least eighty-seven percent. Yeah, <laughs> it mean, gotta be. Probably they probably know gotta be. Eighty-seven. I wouldn't. If you told me the same thing, but I wouldn't thought eighty-seven percent. Yeah. Well, let's, you want to round it all? <laughs> no, no. We can go to
1: eighty-five. We can go no, to ninety. No, to ninety. Yeah. Eighty-seven yeah. <laughs> yeah. percent is shit. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you feeling, Kurt? What are you feeling?
3: Yeah, I. It's it's typical though. I think at this point they know most of the rosters, a handful right. of guys at the end are on that bubble. They're like, well, I mean, you were one of those guys. You were right. The, yeah. They didn't know that that very last game, and it it meant a lot to you, obviously. So, but at this point, yeah, it's pretty much said. But that's not to say this last game in importance. It's again, you experienced that firsthand. No,
2: I, I get it, and, and and there are a ton of guys who are looking to make a a, a football roster, and when you look. Uh, one of the positions that I woke up this morning, I, w- I was just thinking about, and uh, one of my good friends, Skip Pete, um, who was the running back coach here for the Cowboys and was the running back coach when I was playing back for the Cowboys. Skip has a tough decision. Yeah. Like, Skip has a tough decision. The Cowboys have a tough decision because you look at the running back room, that's one of the rooms where it is. Thick.
1: But it's 16 practice spots, practice player spots. Right. It's
2: 16. But now here's here's the thing that you have to you have to go and look. Mm -hmm. Okay. We already know that they're keeping Z. Money says that. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yeah. We already know they're keeping Tony Pollard, right? Right. Productivity says that. Now it's been this battle all training camp long, all preseason long with a guy like Rico Dowdle
3: and Malik Davis. Mm -hmm.
2: Do the Cowboys keep four running backs? No. Can they keep four running no. backs? No. Well,
3: I mean, last no. year they kept three and a fullback. I mean, that's a different position. But, I mean, they could they? So, they need. But they I got think, so much depth at other positions, they probably have to hold on to there, right?
2: Because, I mean, well, you look around and you're saying, how confident are you? Are like, You let Nate tell you that he's not very confident in the offensive line. So, yeah. you know. For every for every running back spot that you keep, that's another spot that has to go away yeah. from somewhere, right? So your receiver spot, you're saying, you're saying Tolbert, you're saying, you're saying Ceedee Lamb, right? Noah Brown. You're showing Noah Brown, you're saying Jalen Tolbert, right? Yeah, that's your first right. three. Dennis Houston has made his way into the mix. Well, you know. Devin Hester, Covante Turpin, has yeah. they, they've, they've they've dubbed him the next Deion Sanders. How? I have no freaking idea. So that's five. And, and now, Simi Fahoku, are you keeping him?
1: Because yeah. you got to save room for Washington and you got to save room yeah, for – They so. have to be Washington on the 53. Washington has to
2: be on the 53 at the end. Yeah. Like so that's seven. Mm-hmm. That's seven right there. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. then now, if you, if you don't pup, if you do not pup – um Michael Gallup, he's yeah. on your roster. Yeah. If you pop him, he has to automatically miss four games and doesn't take a roster spot. But when he comes back, he needs a roster spot. Yeah. So that's eight. Yeah, that's a lot. I didn't even did I mention that I did I even mention Semi Fuhoku?
3: Yeah, I think he did. Did
2: I? Okay. I so. so, you know,
3: defensive line. There's
2: a
1: lot of guys yeah. there.
3: They're gonna have Look. to play some tricks with that. Roster management, shuffling at the when they no, cut no, the fifty-three.
1: Don't. No, they don't. But All you got to do is get one run-stopping defensive tackle. You got to pick the best guy that out of Gallimore, out of Osa. Those are those are your two two guys starting. Now you got Bohannon, and you got uh the guy uh what's what's Ridgeway. Christian had a great yeah training camp. You okay, drafted Ridgeway. Somebody's gonna get. Somebody's gonna get traded they i promise you they beating the phones up now one of these guys gonna get traded but the thing is fellas you have to put the question to yourself they've had great camps but when we play uh, uh uh tampa bay uh we play uh cincinnati are we gonna stop the run because all you guys flying up the field don't do me no good <laughs> if we can't stop the run. Which one? Yeah. The, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Which one of these guys are truly going to dedicate their game to number one being a, a run stopper? So that that's that's what I'm having a hard problem, a hard time. At. Chris, you seen anything in camp
3: for a run stopper?
1: Yeah, because everybody can in Ridgeway. I mean, I know they like him, yeah,
3: but I'm waiting for him to show end. up. Yeah. He's kind of on the I bubble. think
1: Gallimore is your run stopper, don't you think? I'm praying he is. I'm a, I am mean, he, he, but we he, we he haven't did that seen first
0: it preseason game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, He was hitting guys five yards behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, I'm with he was you. Playing yeah,
3: second, yeah, second teamers, wasn't he? Yeah,
2: I'm with you. And then you and then you hear a lot about Dorrance Armstrong, right? This is this is a guy who, you know, not a run stopper, but this is a guy who they basically treated Dorrance Armstrong as if.
3: Yeah, he hadn't been playing.
2: He 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 was on the <laughs> sideline sitting next to guys who you yeah. know like who actually went to promos. Yeah. So I. I it's gonna be. Do you keep three tight ends? Do you keep Dalton Schultz and Jake Ferguson and 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 uh, and, and McKeon? And like like.
3: Yeah, and they're they're saying that other that other rookie might
2: probably the make other it uh, uh Vendor shot. Name? Yeah, Vendershot. He's mm-hmm. he's had a good training camp. Yeah.
1: Man, let me tell y'all something.
2: I love it. So the, here's. For those who have are new to our show or those who don't pay attention to a little bit of the, the things that happened during our show, when Nate says two phrases, <laughs> when Nate says, listen to me, and when Nate says, let me tell y'all something, that's when you turn up your speaker and really lock <laughs> in because you know. Nate getting ready to drop a bomb on us. So when Nate says, let me tell y'all something, we shut up and you should shut up and listen to what they has to say. So Nate, I'm going to shut up. Tell us something. You know, I
1: already told, <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me, I'm sorry. I've already said it. I, I, I said it since the first day of training camp when we were doing the shows together, mm-hmm. you know, from out there. If we don't figure out this offensive line, what is it going to be? Do? We don't have to worry about who's Semi, semi for Hoko? We don't have to worry about Dennis Houston because none of these guys will ever, ever get into a rhythm <laughs> yeah. because your quarterback will be running for his life.
2: All right, so let me ask you this offensive line question. Um, And I always – I said this all training camp. I exclude anything that Micah Parsons does to a person as
3: the standard. Right. Right? right.
2: If Micah – like, oh, Micah – like yesterday, Micah runs around and and destroys Tyron Smith. Right. I I exclude that from the – I don't even count that. (laughs) That Because Micah – to me, I've I've put Micah on a different plateau. I put him
3: on, he's just going to tear somebody up regardless. Now – we didn't see, you know, Tyron might have stuffed him the other four times or whatever. You know, it knows. might have, but we saw that play. <laughs> yeah. But are we, we know
2: what Tyron is as the guy who can't kind of stay healthy. Right. Have we come to a place, and I'm just asking, the, I'm posing and asking the question Have we come to a place where Father Time has begun to dominate Tyron Smith? Is he the great. Tyron Smith of old that we remember? And I'm not saying he has to be young Tyron Smith, but do we still count him as a guy that can go out there and just be like, nah, he, un- he unbeatable?
1: <laughs> Let me say this. Can you look up his last five years, how many games he played the last five years? This is what I say about Tyron. And, and I hate that. This is this beginning to bother me with the call. If he's healthy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's still one of the best. He's still yeah. in the top 10 tackles. He's still a top 10 tackle. Yeah. When, for the 12 from the 10 to 12 games he play depending on what year he's still a top 10 left tackle. You know, so what are you what do what do you do? I mean, is this money so big or so small so you can't get rid of him or you don't want to get but he's still he's still a beast. Yeah. He, he's still a beast man I
3: mean he his first five years he he missed one game then he went four years to playing 13 games in each of those four then 2020 he was he only played two is hurt and then last year he uh he missed six games but yeah. he hadn't played a full season since 2015.
1: yeah so I mean but again when he's healthy he's you can't pull the plug you on put him in there yeah because you, you you have not uh Josh ball uh whoever else you want to put out there.
3: Why aren't they looking for somebody else?
1: And nobody's out there.
3: I mean you've got I mean there are, I mean there's not there's not another Tyron Smith out there, but there's some guy, you know, Eric Fisher's out there, Nate Soldier's out there. Um Nate Peter. Soldier Nate Soldier. I mean they're Nate not. Nate Soldier
1: is not the guy we saw nowhere, even well, with the Giants. I'm I'm My friend, believe me, they over there saying Josh Ball is not it. They, I promise you, they're saying this guy is not it. The backup to him is not it. They are looking. They are tearing up phones. And I'm telling you, guys, one of these defensive linemen, they're going to have to give up. Yeah. Or they're going to have to package something with them and say, hey, man, we'll take your swing tackle. Because it, it, they are not out there. If they were, believe me, if they haven't seen the same films, we've seen these three preseason games against second and third and fourth teamers. It's one thing to be a second and third team, but when you beating up the other team, second and third team, you feel good. But we haven't beat up the other team, second and third team, not at left tackle.
3: And I just even, yeah, I, I agree. They're probably. They need to. They need they to. They looking try. man. They I'm need telling. to use some, probably some of this depth of defensive right. line or cornerback or somewhere to Mm-mm, find them. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they can Never keep get them rid of all. I don't know if they can keep them all. That's the thing. They better try. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, they need to do something to you try have to, to get bring a running tackle. back. Keep
1: the corners.
2: I think. Keep I think. The the, I think the two positions. This is just Jesse Holly yeah. thinking. The two positions you try to. Find as many good ones as you possibly can and keep on your roster. It's offensive line and cornerback. Oh, yes, sir. You better. I
3: totally them. agree. You need a ton of quarterbacks, but right. they are they going to be able to keep all these guys? And if they can't, do they need to use one of those assets to get in you know, a tackle?
1: A tackle with a draft pick. I mean, because ain't nobody giving these, these people up, man.
2: And, and, and rightfully so, right? Because yeah. there are a lot of teams, believe it or not, who are in the same yeah. you think Tampa don't want some offensive lineman right now yeah. like Tampa yeah. the, they
1: lost the center
2: the, the same phone call that we trying to make about offensive lineman a guards or tackles or centers there's a bunch of other teams on the phone like hey what y'all got yeah. and they're, they're going to be a bunch of people looking across the waiver wire saying what is out there what we're going to do how we're going to be able to, to to fill these um to fill these
3: gaps yeah, and I'm, if you could if you get a quality like you felt a quality lineman, would you trade a guy like? Would you trade a Kelvin Joseph?
1: Yeah, I would because I'm I'm looking for the other kid now. Bradley, is i have got that right now. You talking about uh, Bland? Bland, yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm 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 looking for him. I'm looking uh, for him.
2: So yeah. I I mean, there's so much to discuss, and and we'll we'll. We'll do our very best to kind of work through this roster. Well, maybe we need to call a computer. He'll fix it all. Or not call the computer. <laughs> not I'm why I'm like a
1: computer love. <laughs> not why Houston.
2: No offense against you, Houston uh, computer. We'll call you another time. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Uh, <laughs> when, yeah. When, when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll talk about. Love. We'll talk about Cavante Turpin. Is he real, or I should say, is he special teams mm-hmm. or not?
0: Download the app now, or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events, and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go? <laughs> And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem. Like me. Not available in every state. Based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, Cowboys fans. If you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me. Mickey Spagnola, the official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back,
2: welcome back. The last segment of hanging with the boys. Thank you so much for spending your time. You could have been anywhere in the world, but I appreciate you being here with us. Uh, myself, Emmy nominated. Can I? Can I say that to myself? Yes, sir. You yes, can. Sir, okay. Emmy nominated. Jesse Holly, three-time <laughs> Super Bowl champion. Nate Newton, 900 credit score. Kurt. Daniel, I love that. Heckman Heckman gave us gold with that one. This segment is brought to you by blockchain. Uh, That's all it says. This segment is brought to you by blockchain. They don't have nothing special to say about that blockchain. Uh, I think, is Dak now a blockchain sponsor?
3: Yes, just signed a big deal. Yeah,
2: that's the th- that's the one thing about being a quarterback. One chicks dig quarterbacks. Chicks dig the long ball, right? Like so, already your you know what I'm saying your, your snapper rate goes through the roof. And I know I'm not talking about Dak. He already got a lady, but when you're the quarterback, even if you're ugly, you still get mad play. Because you're the quarterback, and then if you're the quarterback of a of a really good franchise, it doesn't make a difference whether you're a terrible franchise or a great franchise. You get all the endorsement deals. Like Dak, Dak makes so much money in endorsements; oh. it's stupid. Yeah. It, and then like you, because you're like everyone wants to be a part of the Cowboys when lose a draw, because they're going to bring eyeballs mm-hmm. to the product. Yeah. And then when you're the guy who is centered. Of said organization you get all of the opportunities yeah. to make all, yeah. of <laughs> sure. all, all of the monies and Dak is making all of the monies before we, before we get into this I, I want you guys thoughts on this because when I was a young a youngster running around in the streets one of my OGs used to always tell me he'd say, he'd say, he'd say, he would say he said Wood my nickname was Hollywood he would say Wood slow down and he would say, he would say, slow down. No, 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 listen to me. Listen, this, I didn't give that name. They gave that name to me. He'd say, Woods, slow down. He would say, all money ain't good money. You heard that term before? All money, all money ain't, ain't good, good money. money.
1: Yeah, I, I live that term for me. All money
2: ain't good money. <laughs> so today, it comes out undisputed. That's the show on, was it FS1? Yeah. Which Uncle Shannon, yeah. she, Uncle Shay Shay? Yeah. And Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Have you seen this, Nate?
1: No, no. All no, right,
2: perfect. No. So I'll, I'll let you guess. Take a wild guess who's going to be a weekly guest on that said show.
1: On their show? On their show.
2: From this team. Oh, it's going to be the the man you just talked about. Who? Uh, Dak? Yeah. No. Jerry? No. Dak, I don't think, after what Skip said about Dak, I don't think Dak would ever do his show. Mm. Oh, Okay. But – Who is it? Give you one more guess.
1: What position? Hey, that just doesn't
2: – He's. A, <laughs>
3: that's the dead giveaway. Yeah, yeah. that's the dead giveaway.
1: I, I can't tell you if it ain't C.D. Lamb. I just can't tell you, man. Micah Parsons. Wow. Micah so Parsons. We, we've been trained right here never to think defense.
2: Always yeah. offense. <laughs> yep. yeah. Micah Parsons will be doing a weekly spot on that show. And I, for one, I'm never going to tell anybody how or when to get their cheddar. Get it, young man, get it.
3: Yeah.
2: I don't like this. I don't. I I I don't think this money is good money. Especially now, if if there's something that Michael wants to say, not only do we have multiple shows that we can do this week on on, on, in this
1: building. We ain't paying him now.
2: I get you. I get you, I get you. But I I just think the level of toxicity. Did I say that right? Toxicity? Toxicity. The level of toxicity. That comes along with that brand, yeah is going to have some wild spins. And I think this is just this is just old Jay Holly, Hollywood. This is just old wood. wood, yeah. I think will create some level of distraction hmm. because that show and partly maybe that human. Who was a part of that show has been known to take things and abuse them and to be scummy about them.
3: Yeah.
2: And I. I, Well, I ain't never known Sharp to do that. (laughs) Whoa. I ain't never known
1: Sharp to do that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's had his moments. But I I just felt like if there were other places that Micah could have went to voice whatever it is he felt that he needed to voice that would have been the last place that I chose for him yeah. to actually go. I I don't I don't see much good coming out of it and I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope that I'm wrong about it, but history says with that dude that I'm not Thoughts?
1: Mm-hmm. Sharp? You talking about a tiny
3: show? No, sharp? I'm not no. talking
2: about. No, I'm not talking about Uncle
3: Shakespeare. I mean, I think most people probably would prefer he not have ties with that show. But you know, like you said, he's young, chasing Undisputed. money. Undisputed. Getting that money, while he can. Get
2: your money, young young lion. Get your money, young lion. Get your money. All right, so we'll we'll, we'll kind of end this thing with last week. Well, let's let's go back to this, to the springtime. Cowboys signed Kevontae Turpin. Kevontae Turpin was a TCU graduate, was kind of all around in different leagues oh, and different – he was everywhere. Yeah. He was he everywhere. He was young Nate
1: knew just he bouncing was around. Just everywhere. Yeah. Bouncing around.
2: <laughs> the USFL comes around. He's on the USFL, becomes the USFL MVP. Yeah. Had about like – 589 total like receiving yards and became the USL MVP. I don't know if it was like Bones Fossil who had their eye on it or, was it, or was it scouts that had their eye on him. But Bones anyway, Fossil. they sign him to a three year deal, bring him to the Cowboys, and they're saying this guy's going to have the opportunity to be our returner, our gadget guy, speed guy. First time we see him out there in the preseason, we're like, all right, what is he going to do? Does nothing.
1: He was waiting on the speed of the game, and
2: he said, and "Just researching it. I just wanted to see how the game. You know, I never played in the speed of the mm. game before this level. and I wanted to see how. But next time, I'm gonna go. Then we play the L.A. Chargers, and boom, yeah, like a man <laughs> smoking at a gas up station. What's the setup here, man? What, like a what's man sm- set up here, man. There is no setup, Nate. Yeah, it is. Like just... a man smoking at a gas station. Wow." He ready to up.
1: explode. He blew up. Uh, he blew up.
2: return for a touchdown. Kick return for a touchdown. He thought he was
1: throwing it in the diesel and messed around and hit high performance octane. Played so
2: good, they said, "You're not even gonna play the second half. Mm. Take your pads off." And here now we have Cavante Turpin. Nick Turpin time. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. turpentine. Turpin time.
1: He do taste bad
2: if you don't know. though. <laughs> <team, but. laughs> and so. This is a guy now that you have to account for. Right. Whether it be on special teams or hopefully a receiver. Is this guy special or not? Nate? Hmm.
1: I'm waving at the fans. That's how special they are. (laughs) Hi, how y'all doing? So, y'all, this, go ahead so this is when Nate doesn't <laughs> want to answer a question. He does stuff like great. that. Um, I think he has, he has special the cage, talents. they
2: the gorillas outside the cage? All right, look how they You're They're oh, definitely looking at yeah, you as the gorilla. Yeah. I'm a gorilla. I promise you. What's up, what's up?
1: That's Jesse Hiley. He's going to win an a, a Emmy or a Grammy or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's a distractible player. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. He's a distractible <laughs> player. So, Kurt, yeah. while, while Nate is being um, distracted, the gorilla, has, <gasps> um, Caesar.
3: Cavante Turpin. Yeah, I mean, he, he's always got special talents. He's fast as hell, and and <laughs> it's just proven he can be returner. Um, but I mean, there's like we talked about before. There's the question of can he hold up over the whole season, and, and there's I think there's also a question: Does he take that that spot on game day? You know, who who's out? Um, if he's your kick returner, he's got to be. Your, I mean, if he's your punt returner, he's got to be both, right? I mean, you can't have a guy on there just to be a, one or the other on game day, can you? He's
1: not that special because if he's not doing both, you're wasting a roster spot. Yeah, I mean, he he yeah, he's he's has to do, do both. both. And if
3: he's doing kickoff returns, and Pollard had been your kickoff return, he, and he, they've been saying they want to get the ball in his hands, well, that's one less thing he's got going, so – it's an interesting situation how they might use him because I, w- I would think if he's going to return one, he's got to do both. Otherwise, he's not worth the, the roster spot. Special Nate? Is he special?
1: Nope, not yet. I mean, and Chris Beam showed me some stuff he did in college. He is a, he, everywhere he's been. He's been special, and he showed in preseason that he's special. But what I what, but what I have to see, especially with this early season, are we going to just use him? I would take him like Jimmy Johnson would say, he's faster than everybody. So I'm so once a quarter, I'm throwing him a, that deep crossover that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I'm throwing him a nine, at least once a quarter. You gonna back up, and that's gonna open up everything underneath. Think, you gonna back but
2: up. But see, the, think they're using him on offense that much? Uh, Just four times. Uh, my my thing is this <laughs> It is, is you know five foot seven. So we talk about throwing a go ball. It's not like, you know, even when you throw it to Alvin Harper, he's at least 6'1. Right. You know, there's there is some size to that.
3: Yeah.
2: Even Tyreek Hill's a little bit bigger than 5'7. But, but Jesse, these these people in the NFL will be like,
1: until you show us we're not respecting you. Right. I'm You're gonna have some throwaway plays trying to set up other plays. Let that be one at least in the first quarter or the second quarter. Let that be one. My, I have I have to try. I have to try. Okay. I have I have to try. If you run for nothing
3: yeah. and
1: you and you set it up, one guy put him in that slot, tight end dragging across, he either going into that, you know, I'm talking about when we're on our side of the forty. Right. I'm on their side of the forty. No, our side of the forty. I got to try once either taking him straight down the field because when he will line up in there the next time, you got CeeDee Lamb or you got Houston, who's a better outrunner, you know, maybe got better hands and bigger. It open, yeah. It's going to open up He's going to
3: be on the game day roster. They have to use him in the, some kind of situations on offense, don't Because we're just
1: going to jet sweep him, you know what the defensive end is like. Oh, there going that dude. Take two steps out and just wait on it. But then again, you can still run the draw from that. He is a threat, man.
2: And, and that's what you've seen, you know, you've kind of seen in practice where they'll jet sweep and then throw back to where he's, he came from. And, and, and on defensively, anytime. so just kind of, a, you know, for the fans, when you look at shifting on defense, defenses shift go from weak to strong, strong to weak. Right. So when that receiver goes from one side, and it, the shift does not happen until he passes the center or quarterback. Right? That, right, that right, center. Right. So once you pass the center, you now change the thre- strength. So when you see these fake jet sweeps, what you're looking for is when you watch the snap of the ball, the ball tries to get snapped as soon as he gets to the guard, but opposite the way he came. Because what, what happens now is I catch that offensive line and the linebackers taking that shift right. over. Because my strength has now changed. And if I can catch them in that shift, I get them off balance. Maybe I get a guy kind of on the edge a little bit more right. and so on and so forth. So, I mean, there, there are some ways that you can use him to to benefit your offense. Um, I think the only question that I have about Cavante, and I think it's the 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 resounding question about him is durability. You know what? Because you say 5'7", 155 pounds, who's already played – Who's already while, while while other cats were was resting and 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 recovering and getting themselves yeah. primed for a season, he was literally in the midst of one. How many plays will he play a game? I don't know. Ten at the most. I don't know, Nate. But you're, you're not talking about a dude who's has a ton of. But in those ten plays, kickoffs kickoffs can be pretty physical. Punts can be pretty physical. My only concern is, does he have the durability to last ten you plays.
1: 17 weeks? Ten plays times 17. Ten plays, I don't know how much that's that is. That's
2: 170, Nate. That's, that's right. simple math.
1: Let, 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 me, let me say that. And that's great you got the simple math. <laughs> but if, that, if, if that's going to be an issue, he's not special. If, because you're saying we're signing this guy because he's shown to be durable. We're going to use him ten plays a game. We're going to run him straight down the field, whether they throw him the ball or not, Are we going to drag him, like you said, across. If this dude can't get us 10 plays a game, what is this? What? Oh, for that one touchdown? No, sir. And then he hurt the rest of the – no, sir. This dude is shown to be durable. Chris Bean, what do you think? This is your Big 12 brother. What What you think?
0: Well, what, what? I, guess, uh, I guess that's so I an, to, an I ender. To, I have to turn stuff down to talk to you. No, What do you far. think? Well, I was looking up how many punts we got against us last year, and if they have to punt away from us, it, it's well worth it, in my opinion. Thank you. They're not going to be punting at this guy,
2: hmm. knowing what they saw in the preseason.
1: What you think, Jesse? Are they
2: going to punt him. Am Adam? I right? No, I wouldn't punt at him. Right. No, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. And, and and you know, I got into a kind of debate with people on Twitter about you know because of course, th- this is this is what cowboy fans do. They they go and they have a you know a guy do something Special. good in the preseason, yeah. and then they're like, oh. He's the next. He's the next, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Whoa!" And, I, and I, I, just said, I said, you know, it's, it's, what is he going to be able to bring? Because if they're not going to punt to him, they're like, "Whoa!"
3: Yeah,
2: Devin Hester. And I go, "Well, Devin Hester had kickoff returns, and, and that was was Devin Hester when he was playing." Devin Hester the think so. thick something. He was, but Devin Hester also they kicked the ball back ten yards than what Devin mm-hmm. Hester was. See, now the ball has moved up ten yards. So most you don't get many kickoffs now. Oh, yeah, like yeah. the starter, the starting kickers. Kicks out of the back of the end zone, and most of the time, I promise you, when Devin Heston kicked, Devin Hester got punched to him. They were probably dumb decisions, <laughs> or you know. So the best you can count on, is some people say like, "We'll, we'll shake it, and we'll get." We'll, yes, you will get good position, but I don't think you're going to get many opportunities. And it's to, all in our favor. Yeah. It's, so when you sign this guy, when you, especially when you got guys yeah. putting the ball eighty yards now. Yeah. I mean, so we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens, but. uh do we got a show Friday? No. No, because the game. game? There is a game on Friday, so oh, no, you so do no, not have one. So, no, so no, game, no show on Friday. This is our last yeah. show of the week. I don't think we have a show or any shows next week.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, you do. Do. Oh, yeah we, we do. Oh, we do. You oh. have a
1: show on
2: Monday.
3: Well, well we
1: Monday,
2: do have a show on Monday. Monday,
3: Wednesday, Wednesday Friday next week. Monday, Wednesday, and yes.
1: Friday, 1 o'clock.
2: Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So, come back. We'll talk about the game. We'll talk about what we saw, what we didn't see, what we like, who we think. He made I know. It.
1: I, I can tell you one thing: we will not be talking about our quarterback will not play.
2: Yeah, we know that. <laughs> we know. That. We I know thought that. I throw that out there, Kurt. Kurt. I don't you know, think Parsons is play. I know, I know my credit either. rating
1: ain't a number nine, but uh, yeah, Appreciate like
2: that. Parsons probably won't play, and what Dak you, probably you, won't what play. What you
1: got? Would you high nine? Who your credit rating? I wish. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm like I'm like I'm, I'm like seven. They so say, I'm Kurt, drive seven. by a bank. You see the bank manager right like <laughs> now.
3: Yeah, hey, Mr. Daniels. <laughs> I
2: wish. Kurt is up there. But, uh, yes, so come back, and we'll talk about all everything that happened in the game on Friday. For myself, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, Nate Newton, Chris Beam, what's his name, Bro Willie? Bro Will.
0: Willie. Bro Will. I ain't going
1: to call him Willie, man. I ain't going to do it. Bro Will. We had power today. Yes. Hopefully our show gets uploaded. And we're going to get new headsets, Shannon.
2: Shannon really stressed these headsets out. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is crazy. That's that's insane that he stressed these headphones oh, out like oh, that. Man. Uh, again, man, thank you guys so much. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you decided to hang with us today. And that does it for us. See you Monday with Hanging with the Boys.
1: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
0: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!